0: Last year, you said, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to get ready. I'm going to plan out the best Black Friday email campaigns I can. And then what happened? You procrastinated. I bet you haven't even started yet, have you? I am so disappointed. But let's think about it. Is sending an email really that hard? Is setting up a holiday email campaign difficult? Not really. It's mostly a lot of copying and pasting. But I don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. Because you need to get unstuck, the hard part is knowing what emails to send and when. So to get you unstuck, I've put together a holiday email strategy guide. This is not some giant book. This is not some long-winded course. We don't have time for that. It's an executive summary. That's code word for shorter. It's only what you need to know and nothing more to get you unstuck and started on setting up your Black Friday, Cyber Monday, holiday, December, New Year's, all the emails you need to send between now and the end of the year to have the best fourth quarter ever. So grab it now, get unstuck on your emails, and get to sending and making those sales. You can get it at Kurtelster.com slash holiday. That's K-U-R-T-E-L-S-T-E-R dot com slash holiday. And Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, etc. <music> podcast, don't you? I do. What is it called?
1: Uh, double Your WDW?
0: Double Your WDW. Yeah. Wow, that's a tongue twister. It is. Uh, and so as a podcast professional, could you introduce today's show for us? I uh, guess. All right, here we go.
1: On today's show, I give an update on my Shopify store. This is the unofficial Shopify podcast.
0: How was that? Your <laughs> your theme music and your, your intro. I don't know. I like it better than mine.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Yeah. On mine, there's a lot of air horns. Oh, well. Yeah. You're a common guest
1: on my show, so I know about the air horns.
0: And on your show, I also refer to myself as... Tech Nasty.
1: You do. You do. And I get so many emails and dms on social media or people being like oh tech nasty
0: tech nasty
1: i'm like what have i done
0: <laughs> yeah it was funny it's stuck on your show we're with your audience as opposed to mine
1: you know why because they think you're ridiculous <laughs> that's why
0: yeah my character on your show is quite ludicrous so
1: you know do you remember in the office like the early seasons when jan was michael's boss and he'd be on speakerphone with her and she you would hear he would say something stupid and hear her be like <sighs> That's me when you are doing your tech nasty on my podcast, and I think, I think my audience recognizes that.
0: So, focus. You have a Shopify store, correct? Yes, and it is called what?
1: Double your WDW dot com.
0: And you, uh, we, you've been at this a while. Yeah, you've tried different things, mm-hmm. and then a pandemic happened. Yeah, it was screwed. So just yeah. No one was going to Disney World. No. What you know www what is it now?
1: Uh so I focus on Disney World planning. So my store's a little bit different I think than than most of the people who uh, you work with. Um in that like I do sell merchandise but also a lot of it is uh, it's information based. So it's a lot of Disney World planning information. And nobody was going to Disney World. So not only were they not planning, they weren't buying merchandise, none of it, (laughs) nothing. So I went from growth to just a free fall very quickly, very, very quickly.
0: And then in 2021, what has occurred?
1: So it was like... A light switch. Um, the moment that vaccines were announced and started to be administered, it was like the the moment that it was like, all right, everybody. I believe it was sixteen and up, right? It wasn't at the age. It was everybody sixteen and up can get a vaccine. It was like the next day, traffic to my store skyrocketed, like higher than than pre pandemic levels. It was crazy. So it went from next to nothing to being better than you know january 2020
0: so what kind of traffic are we talking about here
1: um probably five to six hundred visitors per day
0: and how are you getting the five to six hundred a day
1: so currently it's it's mostly organic it's google search traffic
0: so you're still getting that consistently oh uh yeah yeah yes wow
1: yeah um there have been some dips um it's Like if you follow what's going on with COVID, that's where the dips happen with my, so just because it's travel related. Um, But as things, you know, I think the trend has been going up, so you'll see some drop offs, but the trend has definitely been going up as people are getting more comfortable traveling, more people are getting vaccinated. Um, It's been moving upward. So, so yeah, it's going in the right direction.
0: So, all right, we got 550 people a day on average and that traffic's coming from where?
1: Mostly Google. The majority is Google. Um, I'd say the the next heist is Pinterest, and then you can just kind of divvy it up over social. Probably Facebook would be the next, the next biggest.
0: Okay, that that's a fair amount of traffic that yeah. you don't have to pay for. Right, it's just an own channel. <laughs> yeah, not paying for traffic.
1: Here. No, no, no. It's it's been really it's crazy because. If you go back and listen, because I know you've done these updates with me, we've I, what is this like number five? Maybe we've done several updates with my business since it started like three or four years ago. Um, early on, I was very much about social. It was all about engagement on social and building an audience and Facebook and Instagram, and like, you know, connecting with people and building that audience and gaining that trust and being a human being to them. But at some point, Like that just kind of took a life of its own. And I, and it was interesting because 2020, I was kind of like F it, you know? I mean, nobody was traveling. I like on a personal level was very depressed. And I know we did an episode about that too on this show where it was very, very difficult. And I, you know, you were trying to encourage me to pivot And I tried and nothing was working because it doesn't matter how you pivot. Nobody's going to Disney world right now. You know, like that's in mid 2020, that's just how it was. And there was not a ton I could do about that. Um, So I was like, I just need to take a, a break from it. And, you know, mentally and, so I stopped, like, I, you know, I I posted social just to, to keep it going. Like, you know, here's just an update on here's, you know, what's going on. And here are COVID updates. And the parks did reopen eventually. So, like, here are the rules. But it was very minimal. It wasn't as um, intense as it was before. And it, I wasn't as focused on trying to, like, connect with people as I was in the beginning. And at the end of the day, I found that my content was strong enough where I didn't have to. I wrote quality pieces and people were searching for them and finding them. And the social helped, but it wasn't I I had already grown the audience enough where I didn't need to like be pounding on that as much anymore.
0: Okay. So you you get the audience to a point where you say, This is I'm comfortable with this. It's self sustaining. Yes. And the audience really is like podcast plus Facebook group. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Then separately, you've also been publishing content to your Shopify stores, pages and blog posts.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then that's generating 550-day a average organic search.
1: Yes. How? (laughs) Well, I think because early on, I was grinding away at social. So early on, it was very much like following up with people on Instagram and every every single DM I got asking a question, I'd follow up and link to, you know, my site and I would, you know, answer any question and I'd post to Facebook every day and I started a Facebook group and so I was like, you got questions, you want to know more about this, you know, join my group and so I really pushed the group really hard and I... um and the podcast, so like the, you know, I, I host a podcast where I talk about it every day and every podcast episode, I'm like link in the show notes and learn more about this and find out more about this. And so eventually all of like the things that I was really grinding hard on in 2018, 2019, early 2020 have eventually turned into, you know, a snowball effect where I don't have to grind quite as much to keep the organic traffic coming.
0: So what were you doing like daily versus now that's changed?
1: So previously I I lived on my phone on like Instagram or um, on Facebook on my computer or on my phone and it was just just constantly, you know, the game of like, you search through hashtags and you comment and then you, you know, you you get engagement and you get followers and then you, you know, try to link to this or that. I mean, it just, it's a constant, it's a constant. And in the beginning, I think you have to do it. There's, there's no way around it. You have to, as social proof, really, just to prove that you know what you're doing, you know what you're talking about, you're legit, you have to do it. Um, But like at some point, I was like, I'm legit. I'm, I'm set. I'm legit. People know I'm legit. I don't have to play the, the game on Instagram anymore where like I have to follow hashtags. Like I just, I, I post on Instagram to be helpful and useful and to share my knowledge and my content, but not so much, like, it's not the grind that it was two years ago. And the pandemic kind of forced me to stop with that. And it's interesting that it just kind of, it ended up taking on a life of its own um, before I even realized, you know, like it just, it came to a stop because the pandemic stopped everything. But then once everything very quickly restarted, I realized like, wow, my content's here and it's good and people are finding it because I put in that work before. And so now like it just has kind of snowballed.
0: All right, so what does this content strategy on site look like? What do you mean? Pages, blog posts, how many? How long? What goes in them? Oh my l- gosh! Make this work <laughs> for me too. Um,
1: yeah i I write about anything and everything. Anything i I can think of that is useful or helpful, I write about it. So you know, whatever. Teach
0: me your magic traffic, witch. <laughs>
1: So for me, it's it's Disney, right? So I sell Disney shirts and planning guides, and I write about Disney content. So anything that's helpful or useful, I write about it. I just write and write, and then I just put it out there. I put it out there on Pinterest. I put it out there on Facebook. I just put it out there, and that's the end of it. Like, I don't know what else you want me to say. Well... You know, I,
0: to, I have to sit down and I need to do keyword research. And then once I've got my though. keywords, then I need to write exactly 800 words. And then I need to oh, I don't uh, think keyword that. optimize that. And my image needs to be such and oh, such no. a way. And then publish that this particular way.
1: Okay. I think I figured out why I was confused with your question because I don't do any of that. <laughs> no, none you of just that. write
0: the content that I people do. want. Yeah. In. Yeah, make so, sure it's decent quality it's as long as it needs to be and lo and behold traffic shows up so and google rewards you
1: i think part of what helps me with that is i have a facebook group so people ask me questions in the group and in my facebook group um i have it marked as a private group and then you know when you join a, a private facebook group you you ask questions before people can join so one of the questions i ask is like well you know, what's what's what questions do you have about Disney? I don't remember how I phrased it, but it's like, what questions do you have about Disney World? Like, what are your what are your holdups? Um, and so I read through that as people join my group, and people will be like, oh, it's you know, finances or it's traveling with children or you know, wh- whatever it might be. And if I something catches my eye, I might write about that, or if it's something that I keep seeing over and over again, I might just write about that. Uh-huh. Um, we or- have found
0: <laughs> we have. You have revealed your magic to us, traffic witch.
1: Wow! I've only been talking for like ten minutes, and just now I finally answered your question. Okay, so
0: here's here's how this works. This is what's going on. Uh huh. You've got multiple traffic sources, so you've got like a you've got a podcast. Yes, you. Uh, blog posts and and pages like guide type articles. Yeah. And we have dozens, hundreds, thousands. How many?
1: A hundred. I'd say hundreds.
0: Okay, so we got a couple hundred, few hundred. More than a couple hundred. I have oh, a really? Lot.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a lot. Yeah. So
0: we've You've been doing this for years, though. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then we've got a Facebook group, and then obviously people can email you. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I think there's like a contact form. Yes. And we have some social media. Oh,
1: I get DMs. Instagram is really where people DM me a lot. I get a ton of Instagram DMs. Okay. Yeah, so we've so.
0: we've got a, a, a network of things all pointing to each other, all fairly discoverable. And then in them, you're interacting with people and encouraging them to ask you questions. Yes. Which is really like, hey, reveal to me your pain or problem.
1: Yeah, I'm constantly telling people, like, ask me your questions. What are your questions? And then you have
0: your niche, which is Disney World. Yes. All right, so niche. Yeah. We've combined our niche and then a feedback loop in which people reveal their pain or problems to you, and then you go write articles about that based on your experience. I'm really glad
1: that you explained it to me because I had no idea. I I mansplained it to you. I
0: was just doing it. You explained the whole thing to us. I mansplained it to you.
1: You were like, let's go record a podcast. I was like, I don't understand what you want me to say.
0: We were sitting on the couch. (laughs) I'm silent, saying nothing, and you just kept riffing about how you were generating traffic? Okay, and that how that was wasn't, working. That
1: wasn't riffing. That's called conversation. And I was like,
0: "This is this is a podcast episode." My name's not Paul Rita. You're doing I don't a podcast riff episode with you. <sighs> Unfortunately, you do. You have been sucked into my improv. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, no, I. I started very hard on social because I thought I was like, that's how I have to be an influencer or whatever. <laughs> like now I'm like, that's just stupid. I don't want to be an influencer because that just seems like a big waste of my time. Social media is a means to an end, I guess. I don't know. It's 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 proof that I'm legit and then the traffic will hopefully be organic from there. And that seems to have worked for me so far. So if people are like listening to the podcast or googling and then they look for me on social, they'll see like okay, she's she has a lot of followers, she's legit. I think is was my my
0: end game, but it worked. It did work. Yeah. Uh you had mentioned Pinterest was your second traffic source after Google. Yeah. What's the split? 50-50, 60-40, no.
1: 80-20? Yeah, no, Google's way For a while Pinterest was my big like earlier I'd say like a year or two ago, um, Pinterest was, was, uh, my main source of traffic. And so during that time I used Tailwind and so you have to, you can use a free version of Tailwind. I paid for Tailwind, um, and that it's a way to, to share content with people who have similar content. So like you share their content, they share yours. Um, and it's, it lets you, uh, auto, generate your content on your Pinterest page. And so it does like a whole bunch of stuff that helps grow your Pinterest following. And so that was really great early on. And that's kind of slowed um, in the last, I don't know, six months to a year. And Google has definitely outpaced Pinterest. But I think... Had I not started with Pinterest, that wouldn't have happened. Like, you needed that Pinterest following first. And because I was able to get so much traffic through Pinterest, I started to rank on Google. So early on, I needed Tailwind. I needed Pinterest. And now Pinterest is kind of its own thing as far as, like, my content goes. And I'm I'm ranking on Google because of that. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. okay. I have no
0: idea if I'm explaining this right, but... Uh, and let's let's talk technical SEO.
1: Oh, God. I've had like two glasses of wine already tonight,
0: so I don't what, know if I can talk technical SEO. What theme does your store run?
1: What? I don't know. What theme does my store
0: run? Artisan by Out of the Sandbox.
1: Artisan by Out of the Sandbox. Phenomenal. Yes. They're, and do you use any SEO super. apps? No. No, I don't.
0: I think you use one. At, uh, do I? Jason LD. Is mm, that installed? No. No? Nope. No. Really? Is there an SEO app I should be using? I
1: don't. Yeah, I don't think so. You help manage my Shopify page. I'm horrified that you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know this SEO app that mm. I don't have installed. I don't know anymore. <laughs> Somebody's about to get fired.
0: <laughs> Ooh, it's going to get awkward at the Aylster household. <laughs> you can't let another man manage your Shopify store. That's ridiculous. I'll hire a woman. It's fine. Oh, good point. <laughs> So the Pinterest strategy is just use Tailwind? Yeah. Yes. I started... Does Pinterest know about this?
1: Yes. No. So Tailwind, if you're going to use a service to pin your stuff for you, use Tailwind because they're authorized. Otherwise, Pinterest will um, flag you as spamming. So make sure you use something that's authorized and Tailwind is authorized. They have a free service, um, but the paid service, like if you're early on trying to get your content to to grow... I, I think paying for, for Tailwind is the way to go. It just, it it lets you do so much more when you pay.
0: Are there any other fun apps you use?
1: No, that's it. What's next? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to keep writing. And uh, yeah, I think that's it.
0: That's the beauty of the feedback loop. Yeah. Is people just show up and tell you what they want you to write about. And it- then you'd write about it. It's, which causes more people to show up.
1: Yeah, it's funny because early on it was so much strategy. It was so much like it was so much thinking about like where is traffic coming from and sources and how do I get in front of this person or that person. But now that I have so much organic traffic, it's a little bit easier where I can just as things happen and things are new and exciting, I just write about it and obviously I share it to social. Um, And I put it on Pinterest and I'll post it on Tailwind so that it'll reshare in Pinterest. But um, it's just less pressure. And so I think being present on social is important. And early on, you have to really, really hustle. It's nice to get to the point where I don't have to worry about it quite as much. And I can just I can just write and focus on that. And I have an audience and I have, you know, a Facebook group and a podcast and and people who care about what I have to say, which is interesting and different and weird. It is fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know what? That's all I got. Okay. Anything else you'd like to share with us in this update?
1: No, I was not planning on coming in this office and talking right now.
0: Well, thank you for updating us. You're welcome. And we will be back with another update when the mood strikes me. I would have had three more glasses of wine. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Last year, You said, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to get ready. I'm going to plan out the best Black Friday email campaigns I can. And then what happened? You procrastinated. I bet you haven't even started yet, have you? I am so disappointed. But let's think about it. Is sending an email really that hard? Is setting up a holiday email campaign difficult? Not really. It's mostly a lot of copying and pasting. But I don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. Because you need to get unstuck, the hard part is knowing what emails to send and when. So to get you unstuck, I've put together a holiday email strategy guide. This is not some giant book. This is not some long-winded course. We don't have time for that. It's an executive summary. That's code word for shorter. It's only what you need to know and nothing more to get you unstuck and started on setting up your Black Friday, Cyber Monday, holiday, December, New Year's, all the emails you need to send between now and the end of the year to have the best fourth quarter ever. So grab it now, get unstuck on your emails, and get to sending and making those sales. You can get it at kurtelster.com slash holiday. That's kurtelste rcom slash holiday. And Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, etc.